0: Welcome to Cut to the News podcast, the weekly podcast from the How to Cut It Network, keeping you on the pulse of the hairdressing and barbering industry with the latest news, stories and insights. So let's cut to the news with Dom Lahane.
1: Welcome back to Cut to the News from the How to Cut It Network. I'm your host, Dom Lahane, and I'm here to bring you the week's hair industry headline news that are making the cut so you can stay ahead of the curve in the hairdressing and barbering industry. Cut to News is sponsored by Denman Professional, the quality tool of choice for hair professionals. Trade discounts are available by signing up for a trade account on their website at denmanbrush.com or denmanbrushus.com for USA customers. And don't forget to follow at Denman Pro on Instagram for the latest updates and hair inspiration. Here's what's cutting the headline news today. Friday, 2nd of February, 2024. The government has decided to cancel the introduction of T-levels in hairdressing and barbering after two years of development. Personal care sector wins landmark case against insurer. Toby Dicker of the Salon Employers Association has been making headlines on primetime news programmes advocating for an urgent reduction in VAT. And well Red Business Network Live 2024 takes Liverpool by storm. We have all of this and more coming up. Let's cut to the news. Kicking off the news tonight is a surprising development that the government has decided to cancel the introduction of T-levels in hairdressing and barbering after two years of development. The plans for a beauty therapy qualifications have also been pushed back to at least 2025. The delay was prompted by concerns raised by Education Secretary Gillian Keegan regarding the quality of the courses. The awarding organisations, the NCFE, in collaboration with VTCT, was responsible for developing these qualifications, which were initially scheduled to be taught from September 2023, but were postponed to September 2024. However, it has now been revealed that the hair and barbering qualifications have been completely scrapped. The government, though, will continue to fund existing qualifications and the Department for Education will explore the development of technical qualifications in hairdressing standards at Level 3. The decision aims to address the concerns of the National Hair and Beauty Federation and hair salon owners who prefer prospective employers to enter the sector through job-ready routes like apprenticeships or T-level qualifications. We spoke to Edward Hemmings, Director of Education for Alan D's School of Hairdressing, to get his thoughts on the matter. It really is
2: great news that the T-level in hairdressing and barbering has been cancelled. I've campaigned since 2019, even got in front of the Department for Education to be told, back then, you're too late, don't worry. And truthfully, the bodies involved in running education have been disingenuous too by telling us it's too late and it's too over and pretending they're campaigning when, in fact, everyone shrugged their shoulders and said, well, it's too late, there needs to be another route. I'm absolutely delighted for the industry that the government have announced, in effect, that apprenticeships are the only route into hairdressing and barbering. Unless, of course, you have funds to privately... Take a course with, amongst us, some of the big names in the industry, too. It's a real groundbreaking day for us.
1: For our next story, over 300 personal care sector businesses won a case against their insurer, Salon Gold, for COVID 19 pandemic losses. The court ruled that the insurer must pay out losses resulting from pandemic related closures and restrictions. This victory could pave the way for similar rulings in other industries. The businesses argued that their policies covered losses caused by force majeure, which the court agreed with. The pandemic was deemed a force majeure event, entitling businesses to compensation under their policies. This ruling is significant for the personal care sector, which was severely impacted by the pandemic. The ruling could also have implications for other industries, with similar insurance clauses related to emergencies and access denial. Businesses in these sectors may also be entitled to compensation for pandemic-related losses. This ruling is a positive step for the personal care sector and could aid in its recovery from the pandemic. Next up, Toby Dick of the Salon Employers Association has been making headlines on primetime news programmes advocating for an urgent reduction in VAT to 10% in order to save the industry. His expert opinions and insights have earned him multiple appearances on terrestrial TV channels. We caught up with Toby to understand the importance of this initiative for the future of the hair industry. Talking to you about the
0: VAT to 10%, uh, all the TV that's been going on, all the rest of it. Just very glad to have the industry being taken seriously by the press as much as anything I think there's a lot of confusion around why we're calling for a, a 10% VAT cut and who it's for and so on and so on. And hopefully we'll lay some of those fears uh, in the podcast next week. Um, I think the most important thing to, to point out here is that we feel that apprenticeships and the future of the industry are in crisis and under massive threat. We've already lost seven out of 10 apprentices uh, in the system. There are There is no more money in the system to be able to train the next generation And the salons that do train the next generation invariably charge VAT. And what we're saying is without a leveling in the playing field, without the costs being reduced for uh, employment and for for the hairdressing industry, the people that train for the next generation, then we're just going to see a complete decimation of the industry. I want to bring everybody together. If, If we get a lower VAT rate, that means it's easier to grow your business without pain
1: points. Now, this week saw me personally host a successful Wella Red Business Network Live 2024 in Liverpool, which brought together over 280 delegates at the prestigious Titanic Hotel. This two-day event proved to be a favourite among Wella Red hairdressers, salon owners and managers, offering a perfect balance of motivation, inspiration and networking opportunities. Esteemed speakers from various industries provided valuable insights and advice covering topics such as goal setting, data analytics in the hairdressing industry and self-acceptance. The event also featured a panel discussion with industry experts and concluded with a vibrant evening celebration. It's fair to say, Weller Red Business Network Live 2024 provided attendees with the perfect blend of business and pleasure, leaving them energised and ready to achieve success. And I have to say, it was a pleasure to host this event. It really was a great time. And here's the other news stories, making the cut. Haircare and styling brand Fabrique has introduced its latest product range, Safe. Designed to cater for coloured hair and provide unparalleled strength, softness, vibrancy and colour longevity. The safe range features three exclusive products, safe shampoo, safe conditioner and safe mask, each formulated with a fusion of African and Amazonian botanicals that provide essential moisture and infuse life to hair. These products include ingredients like jojoba, rice bran and babasu oils, which work together to lock in color vibrancy and defend against environmental challenges. SAFE is a comprehensive solution for nourishing, hydrating and enhancing colour and softness perfect for all and developed to maximise fabric treatments. Russell Eaton's Daniel Couch, an acclaimed colorist in the UK, is now the artistic director after 11 years with the company. He has won numerous accolades and shares his passion for color through the Fellowships project. In his new role, Couch will focus on the brand's creative direction, ensuring consistency and skill development among stylists. He will also represent Russell Eaton at industry events and strengthen partnerships, including a new one with L'Oreal Professional Product Division. Director Robert Eaton praised Daniel's contributions and expressed excitement about his expanded role. Daniel himself added, After 11 years with the company, I'm delighted to be working in my new role as artistic director and working more creative role, helping the brand to grow. Schwarzkopf Professional has announced its 2024 Young Artistic Team. Comprised of seven promising hairdressing talents from around the UK and Ireland, the finalists were selected based on their technical cutting skills, colour knowledge and artistic vision. The competition was so fierce that an extra member was added to the team. Here's a glimpse of that team. Emma Tomba of Gypsy Rose Hair, Georgina Bradshaw Hooker & Young, Daniel Joy of Hague London House, Sophie Kinlock, Rainbow Room International, Max Andre, Claxton Hair, Olivia Brady, The Honeycomb, and Corey Crosby of Kevin Kahn. The 2024 Young Artistic Team represents the pinnacle of emerging talent in the hairdressing industry, and their journey promises to be a year of creativity, learning, and unparalleled opportunities. You can follow their journey on their social media accounts at S K P Y A T. In Parliament today, John McNally of the Scottish National Party questioned the Secretary of State for the Home Department about tackling the use of barbershops for organised crime and illegal immigration. The Department is collaborating with law enforcement and communities to combat these issues. We await further developments on this issue. And finally, Salon Ginger in Bromsgrove, Worcestershire has launched no chat cards for clients who desire a peaceful salon experience. These cards allow clients to communicate their preferences for silence to stylists, ensuring exceptional service while respecting their need for tranquility. We caught up with Salon Ginger owner, Charlotte Evans, to learn more about this initiative.
3: The UK it's quite renowned that we are very, very polite. And the last thing that we want to do is offend anyone, especially our hairstylists. So the chance of a client saying to us, I'm really sorry, but my social battery is completely on zero, please can I have a silent appointment, I just don't want to talk, is slim to none. Obviously that could come across really rude and that would be their last intention. But you don't know what's gone on in their lives all we know our client could have had a blazing row with their husband could have been on a two hour mind numbing conference call with their boss or could have been at home with two sick children all week and all they want is one hour silence to scroll mindlessly through instagram and look at funny dog videos so i introduced chat cards we put them on each section and the client decides whether they want to flip it and have a silent appointment or not takes the awkwardness out and hopefully brings in a lot more clients that wouldn't ordinarily come to a salon.
1: Well, what do you think? Do you like this idea on No Chat Cards? Let us know at How It. That's all for now. Don't forget to subscribe and stay tuned for more on the Cut To News headline news every Friday and our midweeker show on Wednesdays. This is Dom Lahane signing off. Goodbye.
0: Thank you for listening to Cut To The News with Dom Lahane, a podcast produced and published by the How To Cut It Network, a hair professional network,
1: podcasts and community at howtocutit.com.